It's a trap! Hello and welcome to Radio TCX, your weekly source for X-Wing news and strategy. I'm Tim Dugan, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Carson Ray. Hey, everybody. It's a great day to talk about some X-Wing. And we've got Carson in this week. Uh, We talked about the Republic with John last week, and now we're moving on to the Resistance, and I feel like Carson's kind of an expert at this point. You've had a lot of success with this faction. I've played it once or twice, for sure. (laughs) Always so humble. Always. Um, yeah, so this week we're going to be looking at uh, how the recent points update affected the resistance. We actually saw some pretty significant changes, some really interesting changes, too. There's a lot of exciting stuff to talk about here. So we're going to go over that. And as always, we're not going to talk about every point change, just going to cover the ones we think are the most significant. We don't want to keep you here for a couple hours. Uh, they're all significant, Tim. Okay, you'll be here. This will be the first Radio TCX that breaks the two-hour mark. Let's do it. All right, so um, point changes for resistance. Uh, not a huge faction. Decent ship selection here, but similar to the Republic in kind of a, a finite number of options compared to like the classic um, Rebels, Imperials, Scum sets. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> we don't have too much ship diversity over here at the resistance, uh, but you know, have with that there's quite the depth of playable pilot options uh so that kind of makes up for it right being one of the smaller factions mm-hmm. and of course before we dive too far in quick shout out to paul fuller we are of course using the spreadsheet he has compiled that showed all the point changes which prevented us from actually having to do any real research it was all done for us so thank you paul uh first up let's really let's do a deep dive here into the fireball carson this is a big oh wait no i don't actually it doesn't seem important Really? Like, because the fireball went down considerably. Considerably being one point? Yeah. Uh, okay. When you're so <laughs> cheap, uh, those those little um, shave a point off here or there add up quite a bit uh, when you're taking a bunch of those. Okay, so can I expect to see you flying fireballs anytime soon? It is something I consider a lot more. Okay. You yeah. don't like to start your games with damage on your ships, though. Well, I... I mean, it's basically just a five health ship. Like that's that's just a mindset thing that maybe feels bad, but um, that they're pretty good. Yeah. So we saw uh, Kazuto Ziono, Jarek Yeager, and R1J5 all go down a point. Um, so a slight change here, but this is similar to what we saw, like with the Republic, where it was a lot of small point changes. We see that a fair bit in this faction. Yeah. Um, I guess another one of the fringe resistance ships would be the resistance transport. Uh, which did change considerably. And, and this wasn't a ship that really saw too much play outside of like Kova. Um, Who notably did not change at all. Right. Uh, <laughs> and, and so it's interesting maybe to see, well, all the other ones that weren't seeing much play went up in points. Yeah, this this really confused me right away when I saw it because like I was like racking my brain trying to remember the last time I saw someone like successfully fly a resistance transport. And apart from maybe the occasional Covenel, I was not seeing like Noden Chavri or Pamichnero good at all. Right. And so there is another change though. Um, the ship did gain an additional cannon slot. So now it has two cannon slots, um, which seems to be, I guess the only reason these ships would have gone up. Like they're not, they weren't doing particularly well. Um, 
like it was a ship I honestly thought was probably going to go down this update, but but now they got another cannon slot and went up in price point. Yeah, and I think um, the significant change here is now that it has two cannon slots, that actually gives it access to synced laser cannon, um, which itself went up one point to seven. Um, but that's pretty noticeable. So the baseline resistance transport only has a primary tech value of two, but having access to synced laser cannon means now effectively it's got a three dice attack that it can use over and over again. And we've talked, of course, before about in X-Wing, the jump from two dice to three dice is actually kind of huge, where suddenly your damage output goes up way more than you'd expect, even more than I think the jump from like three dice to four dice. That change isn't as dramatic. Um, yeah, and like it's already, you know, it's semi-expensive ship. And, and so making sure that you actually get a reasonable attack out of it, um, it is a big jump in okay, well, yeah, you're spending more points, but it's it's value on the table does go up considerably. I think when you throw that, um, my mind says, I want like, oh, call it a heavy cannon because that, that's kind of what it's doing, right? It, we're increasing that firepower, but it, but it's that synced laser cannon um, that does substantially boost the offense. So we saw uh, Pomich go up one point to 35, and then Noden Chavri went up two points to 37, and then the generic logistics division pilot went up two points to 34. So if you're doing the logistics division pilot with the sync laser cannon for seven, that brings you up just to 41 points for a pretty solid three dice attack ship. You know what, though? Slap C-3PO on there. Uh, now we can actually coordinate, right? Do some support, have a calculate. Uh, which allows us to trigger right that that text box of sync laser cannon. Uh, if you're calculating, the defender doesn't get their range bonus. That seems like a pretty good support ship for 46 points. Suddenly, those long shots uh, seem a lot better too. No, that would be absolutely solid. Um, yeah, just like the combination of abilities there, and that's got to be what they were targeting with this. I couldn't really think of other reasons. I know tactical officer, um, the crew card that if you have the red coordinate, you can gain a white coordinate. Um, that went down, I believe, from six to three points, which is a pretty big change, but I think it's more about the synced laser cannon here, which is cool. Like, I like seeing this change to the upgrade bar because suddenly the ship can do things. That, like, it functions in a way I was not expecting before, and that's something great about being able, um, the developers being able to swap out those upgrade bars because they can kind of change what's at the core of a ship. Right, and, and I think um, this is maybe something that, like, we really should be celebrating a lot more. Um like this seems like a subtle, okay, we'll give it an extra slot and, and increase the points. Um, well, like in general, right? Like I would have said, okay, the resistance transport ship, um, and I'm specifying ship because not pod, uh, like this one needed some help, right? Th this ship, I, I think, you know, wasn't quite doing uh, maybe what we wanted it to when it came out. And, you know, it was just kind of overcosted for, for that support role that the kind of the transport pod did better. Um, but also wasn't meaningfully contributing to combat. And, and so it just like didn't really fit into the list that well. And, and in general, when we have that, it seems like the common wisdom was, well, let's just reduce the cost of these ships until uh, until people play them because they're just so efficient, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but this is taking out like a much more creative solution that you know allows us to not have all these um, incredibly efficient ships where we can still have cool abilities um, and, and find ways to see table play um, by not just lowering costs. Like, and I think that's really cool that they're doing these things. Um, and I think we need to celebrate every time we see it. 
yeah, the positive approach is really interesting too. And I think we've seen, I feel like we've seen cases before where when a ship's not performing well, the point cost keeps getting lowered and lowered. And I think there actually is a threshold where a ship still might not be great, but you at a certain point you can't lower that point cost any lower because in X-Wing, like even if like maybe the dial's garbage or the abilities are garbage or the stat line's not great, there's kind of a minimum threshold of like efficiency where like if it's a ship with attack dice and a good number of hit points, like you can't drop those points too low because it, then it's just too efficient. I mean, right. That's what we saw with the Nantex a year ago, right? It, it was struggling with how it was designed, uh, but hit a certain price threshold and it broke the game, right? Um, mm -hmm. And so there's a big risk to just taking that approach all the time. Whereas this one's a little safer because the point thresholds are still in a, an okay range. You're just adding extra value on there. I'm excited to see if they do this for other ships too that have been struggling. Like there's a lot of places you could explore, even simple things like adding, you know, adding torpedo or missile slots onto ships that didn't have those before. That could actually be a big change. Right. And well, and this one's so wild because it's like they already had a cannon slot. It's like, let's just double down on that. Um, <laughs> and, and all that's giving is synced laser. Because I because there's really diminishing returns in spreading out that cannon. Like, yeah, it's nice, but that doesn't make a ship suddenly playable. It's like, I have two cannons I can choose from. I can Fine. really overinvest in my ship. No, right. I think um, it's really cool to see this change here. And I think, you know, even the logistics with the synced laser at 41 points, that's a pretty good addition to a squad. Yeah, I think so. Like, it's it's comparable to a B-Wing. It's still got that coordinate and jam, um, you know, where it's, you know, maybe lacking some of the mobility a B-Wing would have or linked actions, uh, but still has that control uh, and, and support packages. Now, moving on to a ship that certainly was um, carrying more than its own weight in this faction, <laughs> even given how tiny it right, was. Right, a ship you would expect to carry zero weight in the faction, uh, <laughs> but it, but is the core pillar that it is built <laughs> it's upon. It's one of the core pillars of resistance. We're, of course, talking about the resistance transport pod. Um, two of the pilots here seeing a reasonably large point increase, but two very strong pilots. Finn, moving up two points from 30 to 32, and then Rose Tycho, one of Carson's absolute favorites, moving up three points from 25 to 28 and and favorites maybe not even the right word because sometimes i really hate this ship <laughs> uh it's it's kind of boring with it's like really bad dial uh in in some ways it's like okay well like i really don't have that many options like it's a bad ship that has amazing pilot abilities right like finn's ability to just add die results uh to just like dramatically boost its stat line very good uh and rose has i don't know maybe one of the best pilot abilities in the game of just always re-rolling dice right and syncs up so well with uh just papa like that's been a, a core strategy that you see in a lot of resistance lists um no seeing the point increase here it's one of those ones where it totally makes sense to me because it was i mean for how much output this thing could do for 25 points with rose it was kind of insane um you've still gotten some use out of rose even post the points hike so it's not unplayable now. yeah and, and this is kind of funny because i was like okay plus three points cool now i don't feel like i have to play rose in every resistance list um and, and like i looked at that and i was like yeah like she was of course undercosted. i was using her to maybe balance out some other things if i throw an undercosted ship in there uh well that'll that'll balance out uh, maybe some ships that were overcosted in my opinion <laughs> she went up three points and i'm still like yeah i should probably take rose still. <laughs> it, it's just too good um, it, it feels maybe closer to the right price point. Um, but that seems wild. Like 
it went up dramatically and it, it is still very good. It's still probably one of their best ships in the faction. Like, and it, the it's thing wild. with the with the ship selection for the resistance, there's not quite anything else that quite fits that slot. Like you almost need a different list style because I mean, what the next closest thing would be the fireball, point wise. Um, everything else we're starting to push up, except I guess maybe a Y wing, but they don't quite do the same thing. Um, so maybe now there's some more contention for Rose, but yeah, how inexpensive she was, there wasn't really anything else before that could compete for that spot. So at 28, she's still a pretty great option. Um, not many changes for the RZ2 A wing. The one we did see was a one point drop to Lula Lampar, uh, a favorite of both Carson and mine's. Um, how do we feel about this change, Carson? Does this bring Lulo back? I mean, I've been playing Lulo uh, back when they were still 42 points, I think. So, yeah, it's great, right? Um, that's <laughs> one more point in my list. I was going to spend the 41, but um 40's fine. And, and I do think Lulo should be cheaper than ZZ. I think ZZ's still the better, like, overall A-Wing. Mm. But, man, is Lulo fun. Yeah, I was playing ZZ this past week. I hadn't gotten a lot of time in with her before, but man, that's a good that's a good ship, even with like minimal to no loadout. Right, you can even mess up and just like bump, and then they shoot you or you shoot and get your action. Like it's it has a pretty good uh, a pretty good floor there. Um, and and Merle going up uh, to thirty three to be um, at that same price point as the Initiative One generics. That seems fine. It was a little weird that Merle was cheaper. Right. With an ability where it was like, well, obviously I'd pick this one. Like there's not even like a, a pilot initiative synergy thing I'm looking for. Um, Merle's ability actually is pretty good too. If Merle's in the bullseye, isn't that the one where you, if you're in the bullseye, um, a friendly ship at range zero to two, the defender rolls one fewer defense dice. So like, yeah. that's solid for a blocking um, ship, especially. Combines pretty well with intimidation. Yeah. So like, Really reducing their agility here. Yeah. So seeing that at least go to that level seems appropriate. I don't know. I, I think if you were already playing Merle, like this isn't going <laughs> to deter you at all. No. Still annoying, but yeah. We did see a lot of kind of wide sweeping changes over to T70s here. Uh, I think the most notable one is a five point drop for Commander Podameron. That's the one that appeared in the Heralds of Hope expansion uh, where you have the two charges and you can spend both of them to. Either you get an extra action or a friendly ship can get an extra action. Um, okay, if you're trying to do the synergy thing, not quite as efficient as just classic Flyboy Poe getting double actions every turn with the one charge, but um, it kind of shows that they're accepting that Commander Poe's not, still not quite as good as fancy Flyboy Poe. Well, and before, basically all the things we've talked about are things that have gone up in the Resistance faction, and it's like, well, well why are they doing well? Uh, and I think these T70 changes... Uh, is certainly part of that, right? The T70 is is uh, the core uh, the resistance is supposed to be built upon, not necessarily the transport pods. Um, <laughs> and, and so putting that emphasis back there, I, I think has helped the faction, right? And, and the changes to Commander Poe are considerable, right? That's a huge price point drop um, where suddenly, okay, maybe I don't take uh, that, that trigger happy flyboy uh, version of Poe. Uh, still still a good consideration, right? But now both Poe's seem viable, which is what you want. And I, I like the classic Poe where he's at, too. Um, and they lowered him a little bit, too, so he's even more compelling now. I was flying him this past week with a Proton Torpedo, and man, that's spicy. You know, just moving in there, focus target lock, get the Proton off. That's pretty great. Well, I mean, so the ones that just like went down one point, 
Poe L O nine. And like those were maybe outside of nine. Um, like Poe and Elo usually were taken like heroic, which did go up one point for those T seventy pilots. So it's kind of a wash there, uh, but maybe it makes you look at other talents. Uh, we also saw uh, Kari Kuhn go down three points to 47 from 50. And then we saw classic uh, Tem and Wexley. That's the one where the two to four speed maneuver, you can get the boost action, also went down three points, which those are both pretty compelling changes too because um, that the free boost is actually really good. It is. Um, and, and like, I think these ships, like those mobility T-70s at like the middle initiative, like are really cool ships. Um that just like didn't really have a role because there's like those T-70s that have slightly lower initiative, but the ability to double mod attacks uh, that have all been doing fine, right? And, and those ones generally didn't go down um, with, I think, the exception of Nimi. Yeah, we saw uh, a few more point changes here. Uh, Nimi Chirin went down two points, as well as Jake Chris Tubbs, Joff C. Stryker, and Kai Thranali all went down two points there. On the generic end, though, we didn't see any changes to the T-70, which is on par. We haven't really seen much of any changes to generic pilots they seem to be focusing on the higher and middle initiative ones this round like generics have been really good for a long time i feel like if we're making changes there they should be going up in points uh and not down and and like generic t70s have been um i think one of the main pillars of like a generic meta that we we've been in for a while just a good good chassis right so the generic's good uh but it's cool seeing these middle initiative pilots seem viable like Tem and Snap, like, oh, that would be awesome, except I want to take them with uh, their doppelganger, um, the other Temin, right? Like, that would be such a cool initiative for T70 boost and then close your wings and barrel roll and then open those wings again. It's like, that's unfortunate. But um, I, I think you need to lower the original Snap to make, um, just kind of like with the Poe thing, the, the new Snap is... is just substantially better so you need to make the other one seem viable as well uh over on the upgrade side for the resistance exclusive upgrades we saw a few minor changes one of the big ones i felt like was the uh ray gunner card so dropping from 13 to 10 so a three point decrease which is pretty big for force crew because that's a pretty big add just on its own apart from their abilities it is and and like i mean the main place you would use this right will be on the resistance falcon um or, or maybe um the resistance bomber but um what's cool about this like with the resistance falcon well generally you were taking ray pilot uh if you were taking a resistance falcon but with ray gunner dropping now you can get that same ability um, with just one force but on some of the other falcon pilots like initiative six han it, it is seeming a bit more viable now with this ray drop so, Carson, looking at the changes we've seen here, we, we've seen some point increases here. It's a little different than when John and I were talking about the Republic, which was like all decreases across the board. That faction saw a lot of just minor decreases. We've seen some pretty notable increases here. Do you feel like the Resistance is better off now than it was uh, before the points update, worse off? And what's your explanation for that? I feel like they're better off, and I'm like still not 100% sure why. Because like looking across this, you're like, doesn't feel like that much changed. Um, it, something's got a little, maybe a little worse. Something's got a little bit better, but nothing like overall seems like the faction changed that much. So there's a few factors there to think about. Well, uh, a lot of the big um, offenders or, or, or bad guys of the previous metagames 
they're gone, right? Um, the the power of the double fire sprays is is not um, not as prevalent, uh, right? We don't have all these um, kind of initiative three spamming ships, right? Uh, firing like six proton rockets at you, right? The, the, <laughs> the things you have to deal with are, are kind of um, less substantial. And, and so then, well, if you didn't change too much and everyone else got a little easier, I, I think that helps a bit. Yeah, I mean, when you have a metagame that's as complicated as X-Wings, where there's just so many different factors, a lot of times the best things for your faction don't actually involve your faction directly. And and then maybe another wrinkle in there that is more complicated that I haven't maybe fully thought through yet is I think Resistance was pretty well positioned for a random player order change. Um, oh, okay. I, and I think just the way people build Resistance lists works well in kind of this new random player order world. Uh, and at least it's certainly the way I was building resistance lists works. Uh, I feel like I haven't really had to adapt at all, um, which is nice. But like, right, we have some really high initiative ships. It's easy to throw a high initiative ship in there. And like you got these pretty powerful, efficient threats. And, and, and so it just leads to like, really good mid-range list building uh which is i think where more people want to be shifting uh their their mindset in, in how to build x-wing lists yeah and, and it like kind of tracks with this faction i think you're absolutely right where i think you have so many acts so much access to these great high initiative pilots like you know pilots at initiative six or initiative five but oftentimes the ships are so expensive in the resistance faction that you don't have room for a bid where now that that's irrelevant um, those ships just inherently increase in value. Right. Um, and now, like, even if you aren't bidding, well, sometimes Poe gets to move last. Uh, but also, Poe is fine if he gets to move first, too. Mm -hmm. uh, and so you get a leverage kind of different uh, aspects of Poe there, right? Oh, well, target lock focus is really good, uh, but you can generally do that uh, if you're moving first. Um, but then the ability to boost in barrel roll is a lot more valuable when you're moving second. Uh, and, and so that kind of versatility in how those abilities work, uh, right, just with Poe is, is a great reason that they can kind of keep a lot of other factions honest in, in that random player order. But then also just, hey, here's these ships that are going to modify red dice really well pointed in your general direction. That's something you have to figure out, right? Like that aggression mm -hmm. that resistance can provide as well. Um, right. So they have high mobility, but also pretty good aggression. Uh, and staying power, right? Like these T-70s are hard to burn down. I, I think it all kind of combines into a, a pretty um, versatile faction right now. We want to know what you think of these nude point changes, especially if you are a resistance player. So please head on over to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash radio TCX. Let us know what you think. And while you're there, give us a like. We always appreciate that. Uh, and if you enjoyed listening to the show, please be sure to go onto iTunes and leave us a five-star review saying what you like about the show and why others should listen. Uh, this really helps us grow the show and reach a wider audience. If you want to support the show directly, please consider going onto patreon.com slash radio TCX and becoming a supporter of the show today. It really means so much to us, and thank you to everyone who's already supported the show. Again, folks, thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you next week.